Buenos días, good morning, and this is Beyond the Walls with Pastor Israel Rodriguez and my co-host, my brother, my friend and partner, Tim Flirty. This is the talk radio show that goes beyond the surface level to explore the deeper truth of faith. Join us as we journey together into the heart of God's love and discover the power of faith to transform our lives. And welcome back to another week of Beyond the Walls. I'm Tim Flaherty, your co-host with Pastor Israel Rodriguez. Muy buenos dias, mis amigos. Good morning to you all. And today we have again with us, uh, continuing here, another week with Pastor Dave McGarra from Deer Flat Church in Caldwell. How are you doing, Pastor? I'm good. Thank you. Well, I want to just thank you for coming back, and I can't wait to get into our discussion again today, just to hear a little bit more about your story and that first church that you're going to be in. But before we do that, I want to ask you, Pastor, as, as you all know out there, we start the week with a question of the week. And what's been really on my mind this week is conflict. How do you deal with conflict? What is the, you know, I know how I deal with it. Not very well, people would say, but what does the Bible tell us about conflict and how do you personally deal with conflict in your life, Pastor? Yes, I have been learning about dealing with this particular uh, topic of conflict, and uh, I was reminded of a good friend of mine, Pastor Duke and Rampersad, and he will look at conflict and people he will have conflict with as an opportunity for his Christianity to be tested. <laughs> can anyone, can any one of you, by worrying, by worrying about certain situations or conflict, add a single hour to your life? You know, you start looking at. What is this that I have to uh, be worried or troubled about? Is this going to benefit me? Is this, is this going to add any blessing into the life of the kingdom of God around us? Or, or do I have more to lose by uh, dealing with this personal thing? Uh, is God using this for me to, to grow, for me to mature, for me to learn something that possibly will will help me be stronger in the future. You know, the Bible says that for those who love the Lord, who love God, everything works out for good. So there is a purpose in everything that we're going through today. We may not like it. We It might not, not be a, a sweet, you know, flavor or taste to, to your life. But if you trust in God fully, every situation, every even every conflict will work the best out of good for his honor and for his glory. So take a deep breath, count your blessings, look from uh, a different angle, look at the situation from a different perspective. If you think you have problems, take a walk and go to the emergency room at the hospital and go and visit some people there who, who got it really bad. And then you will start thanking God and counting your blessings and remembering where he brought you from, remembering all the situations he allowed you to go through and, what you learned out of it, so so you can encourage and comfort others that are probably going through similar situations or even worse. Pastor Dave, you, you know, all these decades that you've been in the church, I know you must have come across some conflict. How do you? How did you handle it? How do you handle it? You know, I think one of the things we always need is a teachable spirit, because some of these conflicts, in fact, probably many or most. God uses to teach us something, put us through a test of some sort. If we have a teachable spirit, as opposed to a defensive spirit, 
if we clothe ourselves in humility, I think that uh, we have a much better way of getting some gain from the pain and having a level of maturity that we wouldn't have without some of those issues of conflict. And, you know, it tests our love for a brother or a sister. You know, within the framework of the church, we have some people who are not easy to love. And we need that part of the church because it makes us better and stronger. But nobody likes conflict, but we can we can grow a lot from it. You know, I remember hearing just, I think it was maybe even just a soundbite from someone one time recently where they said, if somebody prays for patience, do you think God gives them patience or do you think God gives them opportunities to be patient? And with that, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Pastor Dave McGuire from Deer Flat Church. If you're looking for a welcoming community where you can explore your faith or you want to deepen your relationship with God, come check us out in Caldwell, Idaho. Our Sunday worship services are at 9 a.m. and 1045, and you're going to love the setting. We sit out in the middle of farm ground. Our members at the church offer such guidance and friendship and support as you journey on your spiritual path. Find us online at dearflat.org or stop by for a visit today. Hey, this is the church, the perfect church for imperfect people. The Estegos.org Community Warehouse is a powerful tool for churches, nonprofits, and schools to get the items they need at a fraction of the cost. Most items are available up to 90% off retail prices. Membership to the Estegos.org Community Warehouse is free and takes just a few minutes to sign up online at estegos.org. To learn more about how your church, nonprofit, or school can start saving money, go to estegos.org. That's A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot O-R-G. So here we're back with Pastor Dave McGuire from Deer Flat Church. And uh, Dave, I I was thinking, you know, and in, in all of the years of ministry that you've been involved with, it's easier to remember the first place you started and the one you're currently today, you know. So let's talk about that first church, that first opportunity to serve, that first challenge that you ever had as a brand new pastor. Yeah, I, I have fond memories. You know, one of the things that the Lord is good to infants and idiots, and I fit in there quite nicely somewhere because when he looks at me, he goes, that kid is so far over his head in deep water, I got to help him. So he's always helped me, you know. And um, so we moved to uh, Gooding. Any of you who were with us uh, on the last broadcast talked about, you know, being given this church because they knew we couldn't wreck it any more than it already was. And um, it was running a strong 22 at the time. <laughs> uh, Gooding is a small community. It was the county seat. It had a wonderful business district. And it was it was a it was a wonderful place, twenty four hundred people. So we started off there, and it was, um, I mean, it was like we just fell off the turnip wagon. These, the scariest part about this is these people actually thought I knew what I was doing. <laughs> and you're how you must be what twenty two? I think 23? I'm twenty four at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we just have the absolute greatest time. Fall in love with these people. God blesses the church and our efforts. Church begins to grow. The church grew uh, from 22, and, and over a, a bit of time, uh, it could seat 100 people if every seat was full. 100 people. Well, we, we made it to 100. 
And I had no idea. This is, this is a true revelation. I had no idea people get tired of standing at the back. <laughs> okay. So eventually, because we didn't, we didn't make any plans for making space for more people, uh, after a while, you know, they said, well, I'm not, I, it's too hard to get a parking spot. I get there, I, I end up standing. I don't want to do that. So, wow, I learned a hard lesson, which is, you know, you better make room for company. And uh, it's kind of like a couple who's going to have another baby, but they've made no plans of a place to put the baby. <laughs> so anyway, um, it'll come back to bite you. But you know what? We had eight fantastic years there and watched the church grow and God bless it. And that group of people, you know, they took Jer and I under their wing and they knew we were young. They loved us. They helped us, you know. I had every every um, woman in the church who was older than my wife thought they were our mother. They'd pat me on the cheek and say, Pastor, I love you here. You need a breath, man. <laughs> they would say, listen, uh, thank you so much for letting us help you with this. And, you know, it was just, it was just great. They, they helped us grow up. They taught us a lot. They, they became very, very proud of what they saw God doing in us, and they were used by God to be an enormous blessing. End of the story is that as the Lord blessed us, I, I kind of became the, the, the pastor of the town. So yeah. I always had people come and want to get married or we had a fight, can you help us make up and, you know, everything in between. So I was I was doing funerals and weddings and and uh, sessions with people and 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 the church was growing and uh, even to this day, if I go back there, I, we have so many friends. Yeah. So you know, would th- just thinking about this, you know, the Gooding, there's the school for the blind there. Yeah. And I'm wondering, you know, what opportunities did you accept or or did God present to you to to do work outside the church there in Gooding. So, you know, outside the four walls, oh, what yeah. were some, I mean, we taught, you just said you, some counseling and yes. some, and, and the church, yes. the, the, the pastor of the town, which I've been to Gooding and I've seen that downtown and I've seen those little, those, those, those buildings and the, mm-hmm. and the streets. And so I get exactly what you're saying, but I'm just curious, just you're, you're a young pastor, you oh, and your yeah. wife are there and what are a couple of the things, or maybe well, one of the things yeah, that you did? Yeah, one of the things that happened really grew me up a lot. was totally outside the church. And that is that they, they put a drug and alcohol center in Gooding. It was, uh, became very well known. It was quite high profile. It drew a lot of the people who were up and outers as opposed to the down and outers. Mm-hmm. And so it had a clientele of people that were quite well to do. And so that place ended up having, you know, anybody who came there had had issues. We all we, all God's children got trouble. Mm-hmm. But they may have been judges or attorneys or law enforcement. They may have been business owners. I mean, it it happens to to so many people. And I got involved there. They asked me if I would come get involved because part of the 12-step program is that the fourth step is you take a deep moral inventory mm-hmm. of your life. And the fifth step is you share it with God and one other person. I ended up being that one other person for a whole lot of people across those years. And that was an amazing experience. It stretched me. Oh, wow. It would trouble me. It would get in bed with me because these people are sharing their life with you. And you realize if that were me, I can understand why they would 
try to drink or or use drugs to come to terms with the issues of their life. And so that was totally outside the church. But those people would come and they would say to me, hey, can you, I have I have the chance to go to church on Sunday. Could I come to your church? Mm-hmm. So many of them would come to church on Sunday. And I made a lot of great friends across the years who never lived at Gooding except for 28 days. Right. Yeah. That's incredible. And, and you know, it's a... It's a great example of how, you know, you would never think of that as, you know, you think of a soup kitchen or you think mm-hmm. of a, a, you know, a thrift store or a food pantry or some, some other benevolent work. But here you were helping probably people who were, they were on their last leg and they were, they were dying for help. Mm-hmm. And here comes the town's preacher to say, okay, let's, let's do that fourth mm-hmm. and fifth step together. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's get you on the horse and let's get you back out of town. And mm-hmm. That's just to to hear that. I think people might be able to imagine in their own life to look out for when God is offering them the opportunity to serve and saying, you know, the whole world is my church. It's not just four walls in a building somewhere. Yeah. And so, you know, when we come back from the break, what we're going to talk about is maybe that next church and and a little bit more of your life. I, you know, my brother went to school with your son Barry mm-hmm. McGarra, which mm-hmm. is I think how I came to know the McGarra name and and so we want to hear about you know where that all okay. came from and and with that we'll be right back. Hi, this is Pastor Martin Flaherty. And are you looking for a place to connect with others in the Caldwell area? If so, come and join us at Deer Flat Church in Caldwell, Idaho. We're a welcoming and friendly community of believers who come together to grow in our faith and support one another. Our services are filled with uplifting music, inspiring messages, and a warm and welcoming atmosphere. We believe that everyone is welcome, no matter where you are in your faith journey. Join us this Sunday and experience the joy and fellowship of our community. Visit DearFlat.org to learn more about our services and events. We look forward to seeing you there. Are you a local pastor who needs supplies for your church or nonprofit? The Estegos Community Warehouse is the place for you. You can find a plethora of items such as teaching supplies, toys, bedding, and even garden supplies and decor, all at discount prices, some even 90% off retail. You can join Estegos Community Warehouse by going to estegos.org and filling out an application. Membership is free and only takes a few minutes to sign up. That's estegos, A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot org. And we're back. And again, thank you uh, to our sponsor, estegos.org, the Community Warehouse. If you attend a church, do me a favor. Go ask your preacher if they're signed up for the community warehouse. We have literally 14,000 square feet full of supplies for churches, schools, and nonprofits. And we would love to meet your preacher and give them an opportunity to see what we've got going on down at the community warehouse. So please help us out with that. Pastor, take it away. So Dave, you had the opportunity to go to the Navy and Air Force and even though you decided to listen to the voice voice of the Lord and follow Him, you you finally enlisted in the Lord's army, one yes. way or the other. You yes. Know? <laughs> yes, different weapon. You know the Bible in your hand, and the first experience in Goodins, Idaho, and twenty four hundred people and plus. Where did the Lord take you from from there? What was your next uh, assignment? Did you choose where to go, or how was that? No, you know, this is when when we got married, my wife and I basically said to the Lord, "Look, we'll go wherever you want us to go. We'll do whatever you want us to do. We just need to know. And if we know, we go." 
And so we, we've never really looked at all to, to go anywhere. When we went to Gooding, we figured we would be there the rest of our life. And unless God interrupted it, uh, we're there. Gave our moving boxes away and just expected to spend the rest of our days there. Well, we had such wonderful times that uh, when God began to deal with our heart about our next assignment, which was in Arizona, we could hardly see to drive out of town because of the tears. It was so hard. We just loved that place and those people so much. But, you know, there were more things for us to learn and things that God wanted to do that he wasn't going to be able to do there in our life. So, you know, off to Arizona, and we were there seven years, and we had a wonderful uh, ministry there over those years. It had a ch- challenges, all places do, but we, we ended up moving there, believe it or not, in July. Oh, my gosh. And the people <laughs> used to say to us, hey, whatever you do, don't preach on hell in the summer or heaven in the winter because we already think we're there. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but we, we had great years there. And once again, we figured we'd be there the rest of our life. And so from there, we ended up wrestling through what um, the Lord convinced us of was the next step, which was North Idaho at Moscow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. You know, Moscow's a great town. It, it, it's, a, it's a university town. Mm-hmm. Right, they, they, the Palouse, you've got the, the mountains are a stone's throw away. And how long were you in Moscow? Nine years, nine great years. We watched God just do amazing things. And, uh, and it was, it was uh, a real growing and stretching time for us. Church was running about 300. And that crazy bunch that uh, we ended up going to shepherd they had stepped out to build a, a new sanctuary to seat 1,600. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was amazing. And uh, when we left there nine years later, the church was running 1,000 people. And it was uh, great years, and, and, and God did it because, once again, I got to help that kid. He is in water so deep. I got I to gotta help him. So he helped me. So when you arrived, it was 300 people mm-hmm. attending a church, mm-hmm. but they had already built the sanctuary it wasn't was finished, but they had they had it. Yeah, they had it enclosed, and it wasn't finished on the inside. So yeah, we we, we inherited. Yeah, quite what a bit. did you what did you? Th- I mean, did you know that that's the church you were? Ta- I mean, did you what did you think when you arrived and you and, and here they were they were building this cathedral? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of the problems I inherited is that the church was split because half the church uh, they were all upset because what they sold them. Uh, uh, on this project, it was twice the amount of what they told them. That happens. That happens all and the time. And so half the group thought that the building committee had, uh, you know, sold them a bad bill of goods and lied to them. The other half, uh, they said that they, they were stupid and didn't do their homework right, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> I didn't realize the whole thing had become polarized when I went there. We just, you know, it's one of the things I said earlier. If God says that's where you're going next, okay. If we know, we go. And if we don't know, we don't go. So anyway, we show up just ready to love people and play dumb on the stuff that we need to play dumb on. But, uh, you know, the Lord helped us. And yeah. we turned big corners. And we the church came together in great unity. And the thing took off. And we had tremendous, tremendous times. As a matter of fact, it felt like just a little bit larger version of Gooding. Because mm-hmm. Moscow wasn't that big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Palouse area is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, heaven's right next to the Palouse, yeah. you know. 
So, and is that where you were when Barry went off to college? Were you up? Yeah. So our youngest went off to college and um, he was, uh, so we, we have three boys. Our oldest graduated from U of I mm-hmm. and uh, our middle son, he uh, went into the work world and uh, school of hard knocks. And our youngest went to U of I for a couple of years, then transferred down to Boise Bible College. Yeah, and so we we left Moscow after nine years and went to Salem, Oregon. That was, and once again, it was so hard to drive out of town. But we went to Salem, Oregon, and uh, the Lord blessed us with great years, great years there. And that's I was living in Salem when I met your brother. Really, mm-hmm. Martin and. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was at, what, at Centralia at that point? Or was he, he was at the college recruiting? What yeah, was he it? was at the college recruiting. Okay. And uh, he contacted me saying, hey, my wife and I want to go to Israel, and we hear that you take people to Israel. Okay. And so I said, well, come on, let's go. And so it. that's how I met uh, Martin. I love it. So you're, you're there in Salem, Oregon for, what, another five, six, seven? How, long, how many years were you there? Twelve years. For 12 years? Yeah. And then, and then you got the call to come to Deer Flat. Well, yeah, they they uh, interrupted uh, our life, uh, and we said thank you. We're where we need to be, and you know, don't call us; we'll call you. It was um, I was familiar with the church because of living in North Idaho, and we had a bunch of kids out of that church in our church uh, in Moscow because they went to U of I and WSU, right. But anyway, it took about six months for God to convince us that that was next. And uh, when, once we knew, we said, okay. And, and how long after you were there at Deer Flat did you convince my brother to come join you there? Well, they were without uh, a youth guy. So yeah. I called my youngest, Barry, and I said, hey, who's a good youth guy out there? And he goes, well, what about Martin? Because by this time, Martin was in Centralia. Yeah. And so I called Martin up, and I guilted him into coming <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, I can't wait. Next week, we're going to have the pastor back with us again, and we are going to um, have him tell us all about that journey, coming to Deer Flat, getting settled, um, that being, you know, everything that it is. And so we hope you join us again, and we'll be right back. The Estegos.org Community Warehouse is a powerful tool for churches, nonprofits, and schools to get the items they need at a fraction of the cost. Most items are available up to 90% off retail prices. Membership to Estegas.org Community Warehouse is free and takes just a few minutes to sign up online at astegas.org. To learn more about how your church, nonprofit, or school can start saving money, go to astegas.org. Deer Flat Church is a place for everyone. It is a church where you can be accepted as you are, experience an amazing depth of grace, and heal your hurts. It is the perfect place for imperfect people. Come and check out their services, both in person and online. They meet every Sunday at 9 a.m. for a traditional service and 1045 for a more contemporary service. Deer Flat Church is located at 17703 Beat Road in Caldwell and online at deerflat.org. Come and join the fellowship. Estegos is powered by the faithful donations from people like you. Their mission is to help everyone in the Treasure Valley through their community warehouse, housing programs, and the Boise Food Bank. They believe all human beings should be respected and loved. Each person is special and deserves to live their life to the fullest. If you want to donate to Estegos, go to their website, estegos.org, and click on the yellow Donate button at the top of the page. That's A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot org, and click on the Donate button. 
we were talking about conflict at the beginning of today's program, and uh, one of the things that we get to realize is that conflict uh, is natural and happens to all of us uh, uh, during uh, ongoing relationships. So first thing, accept conflict as something natural. Be a, a, a peacemaker, a calming agent. You know, learn how to listen actively and Try to separate the person from the problem. Try to, to, to work together to finally agree to disagree at times, you know, and uh, uh, be that, that, that calming agent, you know, with, with, with the gospel of Jesus Christ, you know, bringing peace. We're, we're called to be peacemaker. Blessed are those who are peacemakers. And take every opportunity to grow to learn, to mature, and uh, try not to fall with the same stone on the road over and over all the time. Remember that for those who love God, everything works out for good. And I want to take this time and, and lift up a prayer, you know, lift you up in prayers and, and get you encouraged for this week. Father, we thank you for this week. Thank you for the opportunity you give us through your Son, Jesus Christ, to come to you, understanding that Whatever may happen in our life, you, you are in control. Whether it's, it's, it's good, whether it's something that we need to learn to grow, you will use every single situation to work the best out of each one of us. We come to you today and, and I lift up this, this, this group of radio listeners who are on this station today. Bless them. Just uh, work miracles in the life. Open doors that, that needs to be open and, and be present in every day of the life. We bless you and we thank you for what you're doing and what you will do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. See you next week.